Welcome to the West Virginia Writers Podcast, a service of West Virginia Writers Incorporated, the Mountain State's largest all-volunteer nonprofit organization dedicated to writers. Established and incorporated in 1977, West Virginia Writers continues to support writers in writing statewide through program sponsorship, an annual writing contest, and an annual summer writers conference. This podcast is dedicated to promoting the organization, its members, and events, as well as writers throughout Appalachia and beyond. And now, broadcasting from atop a hill in Mercer County, here is your host, Eric Fritzhughes. Thank you, Gertrude and Ola listeners. Welcome to the West Virginia Writers Podcast, Episode 58. I am your host, Eric Fritzhughes. Well, we are sitting here right now in the Flatwoods Conference Center, um, just following the fall retreat for West Virginia writers where the board of directors meets and kind of plans a whole bunch of stuff for the year, including some final information gathering for the annual writers contest that starts in January and some finalization of some of the presenters who will be coming to the annual summer conference each second weekend of June. And I'm sitting here right now with our organizational president, Kat Pleska. Before we talk about that and give details on the upcoming Woodland Press West Virginia Writers Cooperative Anthology, I thought we might want to talk about the previous year's summer conference for 2011, which we didn't do a summer uh, conference wrap-up show for, so I thought I would speak with the lady who planned this conference. Kat, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thank you, Eric. I'm pleased to be here again. I want to congratulate you on the summer conference this year. It was absolutely one of my all-time favorites to have attended uh, yes, and thank you for that congratulations. And uh, it was a lot of wa- hard work uh, for myself and for, you know, our, my conference committee members, and of course all the board members pitch in. Especially at the conference, we all hit our marks and take a job, and and, uh, and that's the reason it comes off so well as it does. Uh, I. I had a wonderful time planning this conference uh, regarding presenters that we gathered together to have there, and it was absolutely a phenomenal gathering, I think, uh, and I consider that. It's not just what kinds of writing do we want to have in our workshops that to be covered, but it's also a consideration of the the presenters who are coming and what kind of cohesion that they'll have together that seems to... Uh, resonate with the attendees who come there and um, it all just becomes one big cohesive package and I think that happened this time and I'm looking forward to having an even better conference this coming June. Uh, We had some wonderful presenters this past conference. Um, Doug and Talisha Williams, uh, singers and songwriters, Um, they sing folk and uh, Americana type of music. Wonderful stuff. Absolutely fabulous. The crowd was just on their feet, standing ovation with uh, with them, and we were fortunate they came and visited with us this uh, this past conference. And we're going to have uh, one of their songs available on our website um, in the the coming weeks, uh, just to give folks an idea of the the level of entertainment we have at our summer conferences. Uh, and they they graciously agreed to allow us to use one of their songs for the for our website. Um, but but their music can be found at Doug and Talisha Williams. If you Google their name, their website will come up, and they're 
wonderful folks. Yes, they have a couple of CDs out. They're getting ready to uh, record another one. They debuted one of their songs at the at the uh, conference this past June, and I can tell you that it was so beautiful that it just stood the hair right up on my arms uh, to be able to hear it. And we did have readings by our authors this time, such as Jim Minnick and, and Meredith Sue Willis and um, Barbara Smith and a number of others. And we will have that at the uh, conference coming up this next June as well. I think it is very popular with our attendees. And it's wonderful to be able to hear the authors speak their written word because it's almost like another insight into how it's written. And it's very good for attendees to see not only to read what those authors write, but also to hear them speak their words. And they'll be able to because, as I said, I recorded a number of them that we'll be using as podcasts in the coming weeks, especially leading up to the conference itself. We want to concentrate on on letting people get a a good taste of what what we have to offer. And we'll have video of, of many of the workshops, just little snippets to give folks an idea of the kind of setting it's in and what you can find there, what what adventures you can have, and what kind of workshops you can expect. And uh, I will say that Eric is now uh, not only our webmaster and guru, he's also our archivist. So through all these video casts and, and podcasts, uh, which are being uploaded to YouTube and on our website and links and announced on our Facebook feed, uh, do please go to our Facebook feed and like us and then join in the conversation that we have with writers all around the state. But Eric uh, is our official archivist and uh, he's doing a tremendous job. So thank you, Eric. One of the things that's on our, our YouTube channel right now is the improvisation uh, session that we did for Friday Night Entertainment that you and I both got to participate in. Yes, yes. It's very, it's scary, but it's one of the most fun things I've done. And you you have a little bit of a idea of what's going on, but you truly don't know what's going to come out of your mouth mm-hmm. when you're prompted with a particular prompt up on the stage and in front of everybody. But I tell you, it was wonderful fun, and it worked out to be very funny, and everybody thoroughly enjoyed it. And believe me, you just, you're Pump it on all cylinders on your creativity when you do improv. And Doug and Talisha Williams also helped with that because we had a, a musical session toward the end of the improv where uh, each of the four improv players on the stage had to take a particular style of music and improv a song based on audience suggestion. Oh, yes, and I absolutely, I can tell you, a lot of our writers have wonderful voices, including Eric, and there were a number of others there that just kind of blew us away with their song quality. And just having survived the evening and having it turn out as well as it did. <laughs> we was, all survived, yes. <laughs> was, was really uh, a relief. That was, was a major concern of mine going into that. I've done some improv in the past, but it's been in the past. <laughs> um, we wanted to talk about... Um, some of the things that are coming up for West Virginia Writers, and one of the major things this fall is the anthology project, West Virginia Writers, Inked, that uh, we're doing with Woodland Press. Yes, I was approached approached by um, Woodland Press's, who, uh, who um, the publisher of Woodland Press uh, is Keith Davis, and it's a fine, fine little micro press in this state, and uh, they're producing a number of anthologies um, and giving writers in this state tremendous opportunity to be published in an anthology. Not to mention winning major awards. Michael yes. Nost, who is one of the uh, co-founders of Woodland Press, won the Bram Stoker. Won the Bram Stoker Award in mm-hmm. 2010 for the Writers Workshop of Horror. Yes. Which 
is a, a, a collection of nonfiction essays by writers on the craft of writing horror and of writing in general. In fact, it's a really good volume to have just for the craft of fiction itself. And a uh, wonderful book, and he won the, the Bram Stoker prestigious award, flew to London for all that. And um, he has one on science fiction that's in the works too, I understand. But the, we, we, we build that all up to, to show what credentials Woodland Press has. Yes, and absolutely. And now we're mm-hmm. teaming up with them for this. Yes, we are teaming up with this. I was actually approached by Michael Nost as a senior editor for Woodland Press to see if um, I would be interested in editing an anthology that is uh, the submissions uh, will be accepted from West Virginia Writer Inc. members only. So if you would like to submit to this anthology, please check with our treasurer and go to our website. You can find our information uh, as well uh, to make sure you're an uh, up-to-date member. And uh, some of the details about this is that um, I'm taking... um, Submissions that are 3,000 words, that's the limit, no, no more than 3,000 words. And the uh, press, Woodland Press, is for those uh, stories that I have uh, selected, uh, those authors will receive five cents a word uh, on their submission. So this is a paying press. And um, the other uh, information that you need to know about the anthology is that it's generally open. There's no particular theme. Uh, I'm taking uh, general fiction, um, such, I mean, that can be general fiction, it can be uh, genre fiction, such as mystery or romance or sci-fi or fantasy or anything like that, any kind of genre that you write in that's fiction. And um, I'm also taking literary fiction and literary nonfiction, and by that I would say um, you might think of literary nonfiction as like memoir, personal essay, something that has a story to it so that it will be cohesive with with all the other stories that are coming in. Uh, and also uh, narrative poetry. And let me explain what I mean by that. Um, narrative poetry, I'm looking at longer pieces that are telling stories. Uh, you know, I love haiku. I love, you know, villanelles and sestinas and all this sort of thing. If they're lengthy and more lengthy and have a story... Uh, but I'm mostly thinking about, you know, the free verse uh, narrative type of poetry uh, that can, uh, you know, go into a volume of, of short stories um, or these other pieces that will kind of flow with it. Uh, so polish those up. I started taking uh, submissions um, September 1st of this year, and I will be taking submissions until December 31st uh, of this year, to the end of this year. And uh, we have on our website, wvwriters.org, we have the anthology guidelines there right on the front page and a link uh, to um, um, where you need to submit. Now, I do want to say that because I am the president of West Virginia Writers, it became a, a, a concern for me that uh, I judge these submissions blindly. Uh, and although I know a lot of writers in state, that doesn't mean I know any of their writing personally. I don't have time to read everybody's writing. But I want that to be as fair as I can, and I will do my best to do that. Uh, it's not a perfect solution, but um, all of your entries are going to another person, and I've de- designated her address, uh, and she will take those. And if you would please 
create a cover sheet with your con your name and your contact information on there and the title of your work and then send that as a separate document along with your submission piece also another document and if you could please uh, save those documents as a rich text format file because then I almost anybody can open those files I won't have any difficult opening you opening your submissions uh, the person who is taking these submissions will keep the uh, cover sheet separate and send me only the submission with no identifying markers on it and she'll keep a tally and we'll save all the original emails so we can make sure that we marry those back if you prefer to send in by snail mail uh, a submission again make uh, make sure it has a cover sheet with it and then the submission has no identifying marks on it as to who you are and you can mail those in and our the web the address that you can send that into uh, is on our website and so you can just go to wvwriters.org for all the details on that and my my email address for questions uh, is cats c-a-t-s anthology at gmail.com and that is also on the website if you have questions for me looking forward to this um, it, it's a neat opportunity for our members to submit their work for an anthology particularly a paying anthology five cents a word is is a very nice rate it is it's a good industry rate since we're here at the uh, fall retreat for West Virginia writers we've got a number of things that have have been discussed this weekend and finalized including our contest entry forms and all the categories that are going to be in this year's writing contest which runs from January through the end of March um, we're not going to reveal a single one of them. Nope, not a word. Right here on the podcast, because <laughs> that form uh, premieres at the West Virginia Book Festival each year. And that's coming up on the 23rd? 20, October 22nd and 23rd at the Charleston Civic Center. And we have a large booth there, uh, West Virginia Writers Us. So please, if you're in the area coming to the festival, stop by, and we'll have handouts so that you'll find out what all the categories are in our contest this year. And the other major contest we have uh, that is our annual contest is the New Mountain Voices Student Contest for grades 1st through 12th. And it is a free contest open to students in those age groups who are residents of West Virginia. And we're doing something a little different. We're not going to reveal any categories, but in years past we have given prompts for each of uh, three age classes um, in that contest and students could write within their age group on one of the prompts that we gave them. This year we're providing six prompts that any age group can pick from. We had people ask in previous years if they were able to write in a prompt from one of the other age groups that their student did not belong in and at the time our rules and regs basically said no you have to stick to your age group but we've taken suggestions and the many suggestions we've had under consideration and we thought we'll open all these prompts so there'll be six different prompts and anybody who enters the contest can choose from those. Yes, uh, this is an organization is very much about the people and our members and we're very responsive 
uh, to people's suggestions and recommendations, and we listen as closely as we can. We can't do everything, but we, do, in our best effort, we make uh, to listen to our membership and, um, you know, be responsive uh, in what happens in in our future. We can talk a little bit about what's coming up uh, as far as just a little preview of the 2012 West Virginia Writers Summer Conference. We have some exciting presenters uh, coming to our conference next year. I'm still, we're still working on that lineup, but we have quite a few. Um, one is Michael Nost. He will, he's going to be teaching a workshop uh, on horror write, writing for horror and some other craft workshops. And he and uh, Keith Davis were there at this past year's summer conference, and their workshops were very well attended for uh, some of the panels they had done. Yes, absolutely. And we're receiving Marie Manila. Mm -hmm. She's well known around the state and, of course, around the United States now with her recently published book of short stories, Still Life with Plums. And uh, Marie is coming out with a novel this fall. And so stay tuned on our Facebook feed and um, on our e-news letters, and we'll let you know the title of that and when that becomes available. And very well known in the state as a poet and also for a um, a columnist uh, in West Virginia Living Magazine is Laura Bentley. She's going to be with us this coming summer to offer workshops in poetry. Yeah, Laura, Laura Tracy Bentley, I've enjoyed her work quite a bit. She has appeared on a previous podcast that we did during Festival 2010. One of the guys that um, I was very excited to hear was coming as a publisher based out of Maryland named John Benicourt with Wildside Press. And he publishes genre fiction, including fantasy, science fiction, urban fantasy, as well as a, a magazine called Sherlock Holmes for mysteries. And he's going to be coming to take uh, pitch sessions at the conference this year, as well as to give workshops. And uh, we believe he's also going to be taking pitches for illustrators for book covers. So if, if you are an artist, this might be, and especially if you specialize in some of the genres he publishes, this might be a good opportunity to bring your work and, and let him see those because he is a publisher. Uh, but he's going to be on a, a panel about ebooks because Wildside publishes both print books as well as ebooks, and he'll be very knowledgeable about that. Yes, and we w- we are still working on our uh, presenter list, and we'll be looking for uh, another agent or editor to come, and uh, we will be releasing that information a little bit closer to uh, the end of the year or the first part of the year, uh, you know, to build up some excitement for this conference because, um, um, you know, everybody loves to have a, an opportunity to present a pitch to the industry uh, experts, and so hopefully we'll be able to tell you that pretty soon. Uh, the the other presenters who are coming to the conference. So that will be coming up, I believe it's June 8th, 9th, and 10th this uh, next coming next year. Yes, as usual, our conferences are always uh, the second weekend in June, and that is June 8th, 9th, and 10th. And it's at Cedar Lakes uh, Conference Center in uh, Ripley, West Virginia, a wonderful, rural, beautiful uh, site uh, with plenty of wildlife, uh, uh, geese all the way around, and, um, you know, please do be careful and don't step in the goose poop. <laughs> I'm glad you made the goose poop joke. I was going to, <laughs> but then I thought, no, let's not be gross. Uh, yeah, the president can be, say talk about goose poop if she wants to. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Well, I think we've had a very good fall retreat, got a lot of work done this weekend, and our membership will be seeing the fruits of our labors in the coming months, and particularly yours as the president of the organization. Uh, Kat Pleska, thank you once again for joining us here on the podcast. I'm sure we'll be talking to you in the coming months. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate it. Our opening voiceover was provided by Marcus Vowell. Our show's theme music is used with permission by its composer, Pops Walker, who, rumor has it, may be making another appearance at a future summer conference. His albums, by the way, can be found at cdbaby.com. This podcast is a production of Mr. Herman's Production Company Limited and was recorded atop hills in both Braxton and Mercer County. <laughs>